0: What's up guys. So today uh, is part two of the training series that I'm doing this week. We're going to talk about all about training. Uh, You guys saw the first part uh, that I did and it was about debunking all these myths about training, a little bit of nutrition stuff, mostly about training stuff um, that I feel like goes around the merry-go-round on the internet, on the forums, on chats, and people ask me those questions probably, you know, God knows how many times a week through DMs and emails. So I wanted to debunk some of those things. But today, let's start talking about how you start building your split. Now, there is a a way to go about this if you're a beginner, if you're intermediate, if you're advanced, and then obviously sports specific. So we're going to cover today just the basic ways of starting to build out a split and then like jump to the advanced way of building a split. Like what the things you should look at Things that you should pay attention to, uh, for bodybuilding purposes. So, the number one thing I want to I want to put right at the beginning of this video is training more does not equal bigger muscles or faster gains or results. So, so many people want to start training twice a day right off the bat, or start training twice a day after being a month into bodybuilding, or train train body parts two three times a week and doing all these uh you know all this focus on detail workouts. In the beginning, when you first get into bodybuilding, you need to focus on just putting on muscle and what works and the basics because they will ride you for years of results. And if you're not getting results out of them, that means you're not training hard and your nutrition's not on point. Or maybe your genetics aren't for bodybuilding. You got to think about that also. Not everybody was built to be a bodybuilder. Not everyone is built to look like Mr. Olympia on stage. Not everyone is meant to win their pro card. Not everyone's meant to win a local show. So after you do this for a couple of years, you should have a good idea of where you stand muscularity wise, how well your genetics are, how well you respond to food, how well you respond to training and so forth and so on. And there shouldn't be, uh, you know, a time where you're like, "Ah, man, maybe this isn't for me. If you love doing this, you should do it. And that's all that matters. If you love to go to the gym, if you love to train, you love the process, you should do it. Don't get discouraged because you're not getting the same results as someone else. Because maybe your time hasn't come. Because some people do evolve later than others. That's a normal thing. I wasn't this phenom when I was a kid. I didn't start becoming a, a decent bodybuilder until I was in my mid mid early to mid late twenties. And that was already when I had like multiple years under my belt five six seven eight years under my belt of training consistent. So just because you started training in a year or two, you're not seeing the results you want to see because you don't look like your famous, you know, favorite Instagram bodybuilder. It's because you probably haven't hit your stride yet. You haven't figured out the perfect formula to work out, to eat, to, to supplement. It takes a long time to figure out these little puzzle pieces to make the puzzle look like a full picture. It takes a while. It takes a lot of trial and error. It takes a lot of, you know, just fucking up and figuring it out. Problem solving. You're not going to get it the first time. So give yourself time uh, to figure it out. Give yourself time in the gym of just training and having fun and getting used to. It. don't get so obsessed with the details. Don't get up. So obsessed with all these minute little things that people do in the gym for detail work or for this, for touch up for this, for that focus on, doing the basics like for chest let's for example focus on your your free weight lifts focus on your barbell your dumbbell exercises you don't need to be doing machines yet you don't need to be doing you know detail exercises like flies and stuff like that they're not going to build a big chest they will sculpt your chest so focus on pressing press 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 you go to back you focus on your main you prioritize your main exercises for back your pull downs your, your basic rows, your dumbbell, barbell rows, seated cable rows, and pull-ups. You do the basics. If you want to do deadlifts, that's sport-specific in my eyes. Bodybuilders don't have to deadlift. It does nothing for them. Um, rack deadlifts do a lot, but not full deads. Now you go to shoulders. You focus on doing a lot of you know military presses, standing dumbbell presses, lateral raises, and some rear delts. Obviously, you cap out the delt with everything. You go to arms. Whatever you feel in arms is the best bet. You don't do what's cool, what looks the best. You do what works for you. So maybe it's alternating dumbbell curls. Maybe it's straight bar. Maybe it's preacher. Maybe it's cables. Whatever you feel the most on arms, you go with arms. But you have to train hard on arms. You can't just do a half ass workout because it's an arm workout. You take arms as serious. You take everything else. Now, when you go to legs, this is what really separates the men and the boys because... Most guys don't want to do legs, number one. That's the first problem. So once they get over that hurdle, they kind of half-ass the leg workout, but they want legs. That's the funny part. They want legs, but they don't want to work for them. The reason legs are so hard to train, and this is the answer to end all, to be all, why legs are so hard to get, is because it takes your entire body to get a leg workout done. When you do chest, back, shoulders, arms, it's not that hard. It's It's not requiring your entire body to work. When you're doing legs, it requires your entire body to focus and to push and to honestly zone in on the workout. It's a full-body workout when you do legs. Everything is involved. Even though your upper body is not functioning in 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 the actual exercise, it takes your entire body and all your might to push through a leg workout. And that's why it's so taxing on your central nervous system. And that's why it separates the men from the boys because... Not everyone wants to push that hard. People could push hard enough to do upper body, but when it takes when it comes to legs, it takes your entire mind, body, and soul to push through a leg workout. So, and plus, remember, you're walking on your legs the entire day, every day, 365 days a year. It takes that much more effort to get results out of your legs because your legs are already used to the taxing of holding up your weight, stabilizing your body and walking you have to take that into consideration when you train legs so if you're uh, if you're doing manual labor or if you're walking a lot you know your commute maybe your job requires it you're on your feet a lot it's going to take that much more for you to get results out of your legs during a workout because your body's already used to that taxing that's why i tell people to track their steps every day track what they put out just from their regular everyday job everyday life now, you have to put that into consideration when you go do a leg workout, and that's how much effort you have to put into it. If you're sitting on your ass all day in an office, you're not going to require nearly as much as somebody that's walk, walking around all day calorically and training-wise. It's going to be a different approach. So track what you put out every day. That makes a big difference, especially with nowadays. We have all these devices. We can track everything. Watches. You know exactly what you need out of a workout. So now now that I address that, how to build a split is pretty simple for a beginner. I tell her when to train everything once a week and get adamant rest. So you want to be able to train everything at least you know one to two days on with one to two days off. You know depending on how you feel, you shouldn't be going three days on one day off because you're in a beginner stage. You need that recovery time in order to get ahead. You need that recovery time in order to grow, and you need a recovery time in order to pick up the extra calories that you're burning, because most likely your body's going to be pretty thermogenic in the beginning because it's something new that you're in, in, you know, introducing to the body. So it's going to kind of go into this, oh my God, reserve mode. So you got to feed the body. You got to recover the body. You got to sleep. You gotta get adamant rest, hydrate. You got to get the food in. It's so important in the beginning to get the food in with enough time. So that's why I tell people to take, take the adequate rest in the beginning when you start training because it's gonna do you guys tenfold once you get more a little more in an intermediate level, and then obviously the advanced level. Then what I want you to do is prioritize your body parts in, in the order of which you think they needed more attention. So, in the beginning of a week, you should be fo- in the beginning of the split or week, whatever you want to call it. You should be focused on putting the body parts that are hardest for you to make development in. So, if it's your legs, if it's your back, if your chest, you should load the beginning of the week with those, and then as the week goes on and makes you know as it progresses you should be incorporating the body parts with the least amount of uh effort needed to them so if maybe if your legs are dominant you don't have to do them beginning of the week you should do them to middle to the end or if your chest needs extra work the chest should be the first workout and then so forth whatever needs to work next and then you prioritize them accordingly now the reason i do this is because a number one number one the beginning of the week, you're going to have the most energy. You're fully recovered from the week prior and you're mentally focused and you're zoned in. So you want to give your mind and your body the most attention in the beginning of the week. And as the week goes on, you're going to get tired, fatigue, life happens, blah, 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 blah. So you want to give the things that need most attention in the beginning. And of course, I want you to be able to possibly double up once you get into the intermediate level, advanced level, you can double up those workouts. So you hit the body part in the beginning of the week and you hit it at the end of the week. So it allows you to be flexible in that schedule as well. Now, also you got to think about when you're building your split is your work and slash life. Now is do you, are you loaded up on work in the beginning of the week? Are you loaded up in the middle of the week and end of the week? What type of sleep schedule do you have? Um, what times are you available to eat and not eat if you, if you can't, these things should be all considered when you're building out your splits, because it's not just about what you want to do in the gym. It's about your life as well. I I'm sure most of you guys listening to this don't have the luxury of not working or not be able to, you know, have any other stuff that goes on in your life that you have to balance. So the working out has to fit in there perfectly. So you should structure your workouts around your schedule, around your time and what fits best to your sleep schedule. Some people like training in the night. Some people like training late. Some people like training in the morning. So the nutrition has to fix and be molded around the workouts in order to have a great workout, because you shouldn't be building the workouts around the nutrition. Nutrition should be built around the workout. So if you're like, Hey, I'm going to train in the morning, you got to build the nutrition around that. And it's got to fit perfectly so that you're getting enough food in. You're getting enough water. You're staying hydrated. You're getting enough sleep in so that that workout is going to get the most out of it. You're going to get the wor- most out of that workout. You're not going to just be half-assing the workout. You're not going to be just pushing through it or just doing it to get through it. You want to be able to make every single workout count. It's not about getting one good workout a month but getting four to five to six workouts a month good for that body part. Think about the month as a whole when you build this split. You want to look at each workout like literally like a race day or like uh, a game day, right? For football, basketball, whatever. Or maybe you're an Ironman athlete race. That workout should be approached just like it's it's race day, game day. You only got four a month. That's like every weekend you play a football game, right? Every Sunday. It's the same thing with your workouts. My chest workout this week has to be efficient, has to be effective, has to make, make sense. I have to gain something from it. So you can't just approach the workout like, oh, I got you know as many as I want. No, you got to approach each workout as if it's its own day. It's it's game one, game two, game three, game four of the season, and that gives you a more a, little, a lot more motivation, a little more motive to make that workout count and make and and get the best effort out of it. Because so many people go into the gym with, ah, oh, I'll just get a better workout next time. Ah, oh, this workout sucked. Ah, oh, I don't feel good. Ah, oh, this hurts. Man, you wouldn't be saying that if you had fifty thousand, twenty-five thousand, two thousand, a hundred people watching you, right? You'd be putting all effort into that workout. So try to trick the mind into thinking that, you know, you have an audience, or you're you're doing it for some purpose. You're getting watched. You're getting filmed. There's scouts. There's fans. There's family watching you. You have to play a little bit of mind game on you. I know it sounds weird, but this is what worked for me, especially during my off season when. The motivation is at its lowest because, you know, there's no show, there's no show in in the schedule. Um, I'm just kind of just working out going through the motions, maybe it's dead of winter, you're kind of losing your focus, you're not really excited to work out, have some type of uh, motivation behind it by building excitement behind it. So just get yourself excited. Make Call it different terms instead of just a workout. Call it game one, game two. Call it workout one, workout two. Call it practice one. Whatever term makes you excited to go train or whatever thing you have to tell yourself to make you excited to go train, you have to do it. It's not weird. It's cool. It makes it fun. It makes you. it makes it a little more exciting for you. Listen, the greatest basketball player, football players, whatever sport you want to talk about, all had their own mind games they would play on themselves they had their own mind games they would play with their athletes or or teammates whatever you have to figure it out for yourself for body bodybuilding is a lonely sport whatever gets you going and gets you motivated to go work out is what you should do and it's not weird it's your own little method to the madness and that's what separates i believe the greatest athletes of all time from the guys that are just there and competing and playing and that's the same thing for bodybuilding. I'm sure if you talk to Ronnie, Jay, Phil, Dexter, Kai, they all had their own approach to the gym and the way they psyched themselves up. Some guys can do it easier than others. I wasn't that guy. I needed some some type of extra motivation behind it, some extra type of thing to get me going, excited, to to get excited for the week ahead for the training. So I build it behind game one, game two, like my season. So my off-season was my season. So if there's 16 weeks of my off-season, there's 16 games for that for that body part. 16 workouts for chess. If I'm training once a week or if I'm doing twice a week, then, you know, you double it up. Um, wh- whatever gets you guys excited to go to the gym and stay motivated, eating, stay training, stay on your grind... Nowadays, you guys use social media as your platform to showcase what you do in the gym. So it's a little easier for you guys that are into the social media thing. But during my time, prehistoric, there was no social media to get you excited. You just had to go there and work out in silence. Work out. You're working in silence. No one sees you. No one talks about you. There's no camaraderie online. There's no uh, getting motivation from your fans, your followers, right? Uh, You couldn't really showcase yourself. So. It's a different world we're in, but you still should find something that really drives you to that gym. Now, when you're building out your splits, you should also focus on the beginning of the week. When you build, let's say your first body part to train is your chest. You want to make sure you're not training other body parts that could be affected by the chest training the next day. Because you want to be able to be rested fully. Like You don't want to do shoulders the day after chest. That's just my rule of thumb my shoulder workout is going to be uh, is not as great as I would like it to be because my chest is going to be sore and my shoulders get a lot of activity during my chest workouts. Same thing with like doing biceps or something before you do a back workout the day before. You don't want to do that. Same thing with doing triceps before a chest workout. You don't want to do that. Um, so make sure you're prioritizing the body parts correctly throughout the weeks so you're getting adequate rest time. I think the rule of thumb is at least one day in between secondary primary body parts because... You want to have at least 24, 48 hours time in between those workouts. So if you train chest on a Monday or Sunday, you don't want to train your shoulders until like probably a Wednesday at least, right? That's just my rule of thumb, but some people believe otherwise, but that's just something I went by. Now, as far as how many sets and reps for you need to do, this is something that you have to kind of figure out on your own, but I do suggest using some type of rule in the beginning to be able to figure out how many sets reps you think makes your body respond. Now the reps I can give you a little hint on if you're trying to be a bodybuilder, you shouldn't be doing for upper body. You shouldn't be doing anything over than 10, 12 reps, uh, anything beyond that. You're not training hard enough and you're not focused hard enough and you're not engaging the muscle hard enough in your mind and physically. So 10 to 12 reps should be absolute max. Um, for, for definitely for your upper body, for lower body, for me, what worked best for my legs was higher reps, like 20, 30, 40, 50 reps because of my athletic background. I have a lot of high tw- fast switch muscle fibers. I need a lot of h- stimulation, high intensity workouts. So my rep scheme was a lot higher than my, my, my upper body, upper body responded very well to under sub 10 reps, failing at 10, pushing myself very hard, pretty heavy. Um, I could never do that for my upper body My upper body would evaporate Uh, But my legs had a lot of glycogen And I could really push them And to push the blood into them and get the pump I needed I had to do very very high reps Um, Now as far as sets go I tell everyone to start with the rule of thumb Like whatever your rule is You stick to it for a couple weeks and see how you respond So if it's 10 reps, 10 sets 12 sets, 15 sets 18 sets, 20 sets Start out low and then obviously accumulate them up. Don't start high then go down low. You start low, then go up. So if you do 10 sets this week for chest and you feel good, and you feel like you can do a little bit more and it's not overkill, and it's not not destroying your recovery time, then go to 12 sets. Uh, If that feels good, go up to 14 sets. And then obviously there's a threshold that you don't want to go over because at that point it's a diminishing return. So you're just doing sets because you're not focused hard enough. So what I mean is, the fewer sets you do and the more effective they are, the better your results are going to be. By doing more sets is just telling me that you're not trying hard enough on the beginning sets and that you're saying to yourself, oh, I have five more. Oh, I have seven more. Oh, I have six more. So if you can get the best chess workout in in like eight to 10 sets, 12 sets, you're doing a great job because that means you're making each set count and you're pushing yourself and your limits to failure in those beginning sets, you're not waiting to the end of the workout to push yourself Like I hate the guy that goes to the gym and says, oh, I got uh, two sets left I'm going to do six drop sets, this drop set That." I'm like, what did you do the rest of the workout that you have all this energy to do all these drop sets at the end of your workout After you've been here for 45 minutes That just tells me you didn't train hard So push yourself in the beginning of the workout There's there's no there's no right or wrong way to train That's That's what I'm trying to get at if you can get an effective chest workout in in 6 to 8 uh, sets, do it. Show me. If you're trained to failure at 8 sets every time, you're going to be fucking exhausted. So, don't say, "Oh, I did so many sets today. I feel I feel good." That should number should not be the thing that makes you feel successful when you leave the gym. That I did 20 sets today, 30 sets. That's not the number you should be looking at. It's how you feel and the recovery time that you should be looking at. And the results, that's going to tell me that you're getting results out of what you're doing, not by how many sets you did. You know how many guys come up to me and say, oh, I do 30 sets, 20 sets, and they're this big. They have zero muscle, zero results. And they continuously to use drugs and cycle and train and eat and nothing happens to them because they're doing too much and they're not focused on the sets. They're just focused on the number to tell someone that they did that. So focus on the actual set number and how much effort you put into it. And I promise the results will yield. Don't focus on the numbers, just building up numbers as big as they can. That does not get you anywhere in bodybuilding. So, all right, guys, that wraps up this video. I want to cover more tomorrow about this because there's a lot of stuff to cover on this topic, but um, I appreciate you guys watching. Remember, this video is sponsored by Body Science Subs and Save Your SARMs. Remember, we have the BOGO sale, use code FALLBACK, and 25% off on all the stacks. Peace out.